Hello and welcome to Was It Good? Today we're talking Star Wars, Bad Batch, and Ted Lasso. And there's a wee bit of news including our impressions on the new Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. Exciting stuff, I know. Quick introductions, I'm Ravi. And I'm here with Christian Arjuna, a.k.a. my brothers. And the fourth round pal sits in the producer's chair. And his name is Mr. Michael. Let's kick it off with a question. And the question I have for you two what have you been doing to fill the void that was created on Wednesdays by Loki? Wow. Going to bed on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Not oh, staying up, trying to get more rest. Reducing your it's, eyes. It's circles. not happening. It's still, you know. Again, it is, is Olympic evasive. time as well. Yeah, so, for sure. Actually, you know what I've been doing on Wednesdays? A lot of uh, Gold Cup matches have, uh, have been played, and Gold Cup is the... Um, the uh, North American uh, International Soccer Tournament, and a few of those matches were played on Wednesday, so that's how I've replaced Loki with soccer. Nice. Well, good news. There <laughs> is a Marvel thing coming eventually called What If. I don't know if it's going to be on Wednesdays or not. Mm. Do we know? Actually, do we know what day is coming out? It's Wednesday. It is. Okay, there you go. So your Wednesday board will be fixed uh, shortly. Oh, good. I have a show for Wasted Wednesday. Wasted oh Wednesdays. Yes. Are you in college? Anyway, Shots. we're it's not talking. August 11th, so it's next Wednesday. Is it next Wednesday? Yeah, August 11th is. The oh, August 11th is also one week before something. I can't remember what it yeah, is. Yeah, I can't so either. Let's just move I on. I believe it is what they call the center of the universe, a fixed point in time. For in you, space. perhaps. A Nexus event that should never have happened. An event. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my parents are watching. Telling <laughs> I'm telling mom. I'm telling mom. Yes, Arjuna's birthday is in two weeks. Be sure to send gifts to Arjuna. His Twitter handle is at Arjuna Amgopal. There you go. Make <laughs> you sure you send Juna? him wishes. <laughs> Are you? No. At Squish Life underscore life for the Y. Oh, you got the you got it down <laughs> almost. You mangled it a little bit. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into the actual bulk of what we're talking, and that is Ted Lasso and Venom are basically one in the same. Huh? That is that is my hot lovable take. losers. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Giant. And I'm, I'm talking specifically uh, Ted Lasso Season 2. Uh-huh. We have only, uh, there's only been two episodes, but uh, I two. always like to pass judgment early on television shows. Of course. Recklessly. We call you Ravi the Overactor, Overreactor, Ramco Pal. Overactor. 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 And we have two episodes, and uh, we also have the second trailer of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Carnage, came out today. And uh, I can I can safely say that both are gigantic piles of doo doo. Well, uh, maybe a better way to put it is that both seem like kind of just like perfectly average, insanely average, like uh, insanely average. I guess I'll start with the trailer, right? Yeah, I mean it was like it just it feels like a perfect (laughs) continuation of the first Venom movie. which was a perfectly average movie. <laughs> like it was, there wasn't anything really to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I, I, I enjoyed well, it a little bit because yeah. it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was this like kind of comical take with Venom, and that you know, besides the fact they're making him like a pseudo hero, you know, which might grind some people's gears. Mine, um, it does. Yeah, remember we had this discussion too with the first, the first movie. Have they gone all in on horror? Made right. it like really horror. Should have made it rated R. It would have been, you know, there might have been you more mean, potential there. You mean like what they did with the original? Venom movie or the first Venom movie, the trailers were a lot more horrific and scary. Ah, if it yes. was more scary, it was more sc- like it looked like it. They, 
they made it out to seem like it was going to be a horror, like yes. that initial trailer that yeah. came out. And then the actual movie itself was this kind it was of more comedy. goofy comedy. Yeah. This trailer, this new trailer, which we got to see a lot more of Carnage, played by Woody Harrelson, it still, it definitely does look creepy. Carnage is a creepy thing. I have the look where he has the little literal tentacle, like the spider, spider extra like spider appendages. Arms kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that yeah. looks creepy. Which um, reminds me of, uh, for our video game connoisseurs out there, the Nintendo 64 Spider-Man final boss is the Doc Ock Carnage. Oh, That's yeah. what that gave me allusions to. But I think Christian said before the pod, that's actually a comic look, a comic accurate mm-hmm. variation of him. Yeah, he can like pull out like other limbs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, do you remember the, the 1990 yeah. Spider-Man anime? Yes. He had a similar ability in, in that. Oh, Did he like yeah. make an axe with his hand yeah, in that I've cartoon? Seen that before, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then they would repeat the same explosions. Yeah. yeah. The same animation over and oh, over man. again. You got to love 90s animation and how much they cut corners. <laughs> I guess the, the one Budget. difference between the Carnage mm-hmm. trailer and Ted Lasso mm-hmm. is that if the Carnage trailer looks like a perfect continuation of the first movie of Venom, <laughs> season two of Ted Lasso has been anything but a continuation of of season one. I, and that's what I'm saying. It is a continuation, but it feels uh, so far in these first two episodes, uh, like, a, 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 at least to me, a very different show. Ah, because it's a different time of season. Yes. Is it? Well, I assume it started snowing in the second episode. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it's winter. Maybe it's fall, winter, and the other time well, it was they, spring, I mean, summer. They're, they're in their season, so. Yeah. The beginning of their season. Right. But that not that when the first season picked it was the beginning of their season? Right? Yeah, I yes. guess so. So it's the yeah. same. But this season. time it snows. Yeah, instead of this time it's sunny. personal. It was very sunny in the first uh, <laughs> the first season. But maybe that's part of the whole thing. Maybe it's a, a darker tone. Maybe they're <laughs> doing the opposite of Venom, right? So the first Venom trailer in the first Venom movie was all dark and gritty, and then they eventually were like, "We're just happy and rainbow and sunshines." And Ted Lasso, the first season, they just pretended to be happy, but they're like, "We're really a dark, cynical, gritty drama." <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. What did you watch exactly? (laughs) Did you get confused on Apple TV and you thought, um, what is it, Servant, that M. Night Shyamalan Apple TV show was Ted Lasso? I still haven't watched that. (laughs) Don't bother. It's very stupid. I thought you liked the first season. I liked the first season and the first episode. And then that's about it. It goes downhill quickly after that. And it keeps going downhill. Rupert Grint doesn't. Doesn't hold it up for everybody. He has a drinking problem in real life. So (laughs) I don't think he has a, I don't don't know about his personal life, so I'm not going to comment on that. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyone have any, like, positive things to say about Carnage? Oh, oh, for Venom. Venom. Oh, 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 still on Carnage. Uh, I mean, I I I think I said this when we saw the first movie and even the second movie. The the symbiote versus symbiote stuff, it's like, cool, we got that in the first one with Mm -hmm. Riz Ahmed's character. I forget what the symbiote's name was in the first one. Bigger symbiote. Bigger, bigger, Venom better, two. cooler symbiote. Yep. Uh, white symbiote. That's, that stuff. That stuff just is. Well, no, he w- the symbiote was white. I'm not trying. I'm not making a thing. <laughs> I'm just saying the the color of the symbiote I don't, I don't was know. white. <laughs> but, Fuck you all. But that stuff, like, oh, cool, more CGI monsters versus monsters. Like, it wasn't the strength of the movie. The strength of the movie, and and I think what was somewhat interesting was just like. Tom Hardy's portrayal of this loser mm-hmm. with another loser and this it's kind of like this relationship drama. They should just lean all the way into that of like they should do more of that. Going yeah. into the everyday life and the central conflict should be 
his ex-girlfriend now being married and him trying to break up the wedding. It's like a, and it's a rom-com. A rom-com. Yeah, that's exactly the the trailer makes it seem like that's what at least half the movie will be. <laughs> that should be the central plot. That should be the entire plot. Maybe it will be. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. And Carnage is just and this like, and side and piece. And it's let there be Carnage because he's going to unleash Carnage at the wedding. <laughs> oh, there, you know, How I we met your still, venom. I mean, it's just a trailer, it's true. so we don't know everything. Yeah, Granted, right. it does feel like the trailer showed literally everything. I'm hoping there is a new Eminem. Uh, I was going to say yes. a song. Will Eminem do another song? Venom. I really hope so because that was the only highlight of the first film. <laughs> was it a highlight? Yes, because wow, it was wow, weird wow. and stupid. Oh man! And it's very catchy. Venom. Venom. Oh, man. Get all Eminem just mailing that one in. Also, Woody Harrelson <laughs> is wearing a toupee. That's hilarious. Or yeah. they dyed his hair. I don't know. One of the or two. Or both. Maybe he... Wait, Woody Harrelson doesn't have hair? Since when? I think he's been bald for think, a long I think, time. Yeah, wow. This is breaking post, news. Post Cheers. Oh, I forget he was in Cheers. Do you remember? He was like young in Cheers. <laughs> Remember season one of True Detective? Yes. When the you That's know the, way, right? the old the first you know the early uh, timeline, uh, he that is it's the worst toupee on television I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, great, amazing show. It's not a toupee uh, would be a wig, right? Yeah. Follow up yeah, question: yeah, What's yeah. the difference yeah. between a toupee? Toupee and a wig? is a piece normally. So like, I think a toupee is like if you're kind of like so our dad, right? Mm-hmm. Before he started shaving his head. He has the he had the hair on the sides and the back, oh, but he had no hair on the top. So toupee is like you put the. It would go if you're thinning on the top. You put like another piece on to make it look like hair before. See, you learn something new every day. And then a wig, I think, is just a full on different different piece of, piece of, hair. of hair. Yeah, like a and then extensions hair. would just be things that are extended in your yeah. actual hair. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking about getting extensions for the middle, Please so I can really get the Aaron Yeager thing down. Just wait another few months. You'll That's be true. there. That's true. And maybe the show will, too. Nope. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Do you know, real quick, I know we're all over the place here. Attack on Titan, obviously, the final Great season. Great show. The season, was it season four, the second half, doesn't air until sometime in 20, or winter, winter 2022, 2022, which we said could, could be, be January. January. But do you know how hard it is to not run into spoilers from the manga on the Extremely internet? Extremely hard. You could just block Attack Very, on Titan. It, no, or I, never look it up. No, I... No, that's it's. That's I almost hard. saw a spoiler today. I know the. I know how it ends. Well, we're waiting. Uh, they forgot to write an ending, so it doesn't end. <laughs> it keeps going. No, they w- they reached out to George R. R. Martin <laughs> and the two other Dingleberries that made the uh, Game of Thrones for HBO and asked them their opinion. So Ooh. Flock comes in and he's the true hero. <laughs> and then everything else that they've been building up, everything about the walls and all that other, they just forget about it. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> it was all a dream. All right. Speaking of things that don't matter, Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh. Ouch. So we've got, obviously, episodes one and two. The show is dropping, you know, midnight on Thursdays into Fridays. It isn't something. I mean, the first the first episode, I think there was a lot of hype and buildup. Yes. Kind of fell flat on his face. Didn't really feel Ted Lasso-y. It was a lot of kind of catch-up. Yeah. Ketchup, depending on your pronunciation. <laughs> yes, ketchup. Ketchup. Uh, and then episode two definitely felt more, I would say, we're getting back into like the Ted Lasso. We're also sh- sh- figuring out, you know, who is the antagonist? What is the conflict? That type of fun stuff. Um, what do you guys think? Are you enjoying this? What feels like a complete change from season one to season two? Are you noticing the big, glaring, I want to say issues, but the 
I guess the fun production things that we're seeing where this show was obviously shot during the mm-hmm. peak of COVID where production was shut down. Yeah. I think, um, Krisha, you, me, and Learman were watching it. And we noticed the entire uh, bar sequence is very green screen, green screen heavy. Didn't, reali- didn't realize it until the second time. The second I was time, like, yeah. I, it blew my mind, actually. I was like, wow, this looks so weird. Very, very weird. Yeah, yeah I mean, it makes sense. Like, the pandemic's been tough, and, like, you have to – figure out ways around certain things and i think it's definitely noticeable and i guess my question is it the thing that i noticed the most was just like the darker look right the cinematography is a little different the first the first i think we said it earlier like the first series everything was sunny and there was a a brighter tone and colors were brighter and this season it's felt more muted darker and like is that intentional or is it just like I think a rush production studio. Like, no, I, 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 think what, studio. I think you have to also look yeah, at I what, don't know. what came out between season one and season two of ted lasso a really big long ass film dropped snyder cut exactly and i think what the snyder cut did was it made cinematographers and color <laughs> correctionists and artists you know and vfx people look at it and go i think no. the darker moody no. look is better so i think that's what happened that's a that's a you know that's an interesting uh, take <laughs> but, um, yeah, it feels wrong. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to disagree. My gut says that. no. Real no. quick, if it does happen, like when Ted Lasso finishes up, or during the season, somebody on the production side does come out and say this: "You both owe me a dollar." No okay. one. No, no, you both owe me hair. a McChicken sandwich. Oh, done. That I get to uh, claim at any time. At, at any time, yeah. Uh, there we go. It expires after 30 seconds. No. Yep. Or of me being right? Yep. You have oh, 30 seconds to call, to call you and be like, hey, yeah. this guy <laughs> just said. Yeah. 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 All right. That's, feel, that's <laughs> fair. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. No. I, you know, I, I guess I hope, like, because these first two episodes, it seems like they're going for this darker tone, right? A little bit more, you know, now everything is sunshine and rainbows. That's why they've brought in the psychiatrist um, or psychologist. Psychologist, right? Psychologist, psychiatrist, psychologist, sports, psychologist. because psychiatrist actually gives, yeah, gives you pills. A psychologist yeah. does not. Yeah, they're just, just analyzing. Just right? yeah. So the psychologist coming in, you know, seems to be helping with that. On her electric scooter. You know, it seems to, you know, the world has, quote unquote, it seems like, or at least they're trying to make the world open up, you know, focusing on different characters. Um, you know, it even felt like in the first episode, Ted didn't have the most screen time. Like, it felt like Roy got a lot of screen time. Keely got Roy a fucking Kent. Roy fucking Kent. Yeah, uh, still, I'm still one of my favorite parts of the show. I think uh, he is the like <laughs> these first two episodes. He is the the best part of the yeah. show right now. Like he is the most interesting and yeah. more fun when he's on screen. Yeah, I mean yeah. his part where he's on like the the sports center equivalent of oh. uh, whatever they're doing is is hilarious. It's great. Also, having worked in TV, that would never ha- like his first time would not be a live thing. They would. He would come in and do like <laughs> rehearsals and screen tests. Don't well, t- don't remember, spoil the remember, It's hilarious. He did the other thing where he was crying. So that was his. Well, that test. was a press conference though. Like, yeah, that, like, but that when was you, enough. When you join a studio show, they don't just bring you on and like, all right, you're live. We're throwing you. Yeah, in. but Arjuna, it's Roy fucking Cat. I know. It's, it's, it's also hilarious. a television show. I know. It is so hilarious. they should know better. Arjuna, maybe they do things different in England. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Oh, America's the center of the world over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just say they yeah. wouldn't do that. Just to just to go for what you're saying. Uh, I think the the biggest what f- what makes the season two feel so different than season one is that there are multiple storylines, right? So like season one, we only had to worry about Ted Lasso and integrating himself in with an English football team. 
This one, as you said, they've opened it up. We have multiple storylines, so it feels like you're jumping from place to place. And at least it seems like the maybe the show hasn't figured out how to do that too well, or you know, it just it doesn't feel like a natural thing for them. Here's the difference: there were subplots in the first season, right? You have Roy Kent dealing with retirement coming to the end. You have Jamie Tart. And his stuff. You have Keeley. You have Rebecca, right? And That's true, but they yeah. all integrated and folded back into Ted. And Ted the team. was yeah, and the team. And Ted, Ted was, was literally the center. Ted, of the Ted was a central part, and yeah. these these stories kind of then clipped off of him, right? Like episode four is kind of like a big episode that I feel like a lot of people talk about, where they do the the uh, auction, right? Where you have all these characters, and that's where a lot of these subplots right. really start to bubble up. And so you earned it, right? It was not until episode four you really started getting into that. Because this is a second season and a continuation, feels like the writers have just kind of gone all in. And right now, like, Roy's story doesn't connect back to the team or Ted, right? Jamie has only now come back to the team, right? Spoilers. Rebecca is just dating right now, right? Even though she's the owner of the team, she's just now looking for a, a guy. But that has, that doesn't has nothing to do with the team and her ex-husband. So she's going to end up with Ted. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe. Who knows? We should do a week to week like rankings of who's hooking up with who. Oh man, <laughs> like this isn't a, how I met your mother. Uh, I think the other big, the biggest difference that I think you have to take into account as well. Ted Lasso. A lot of people discovered it once it was done its original mm-hmm. air. All was it ten episodes of the first season were yep. out. You could just sit there and binge it. Most people binged it in a day. Yeah, I've done that multiple times. You know both because I wanted to and both because I was forced. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's something that is bingeable, and yeah. it's bingeable because you care about the characters and you want to know what happens next. I guess the question is, remembering back to episode one and now episode two, is your mind in that same kind of place where it's like, I really want to watch the next episode, or is your mind in the place of, okay, well, whenever, whatever happens next, cool, 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 whatever. Yeah, for me, it feels more like, you know, oh, let's see what happens next, but it's not like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah. It's so. not like when we were younger watching Stargate, and there was like the mid-season finale, and you're like, oh, I gotta know what happens I next. I gotta week. wait three months before I know if Teal'c survived? I, yes. I don't think I joined you on that quest. I was more into Dragon Star Ball Star Trek, Z. got it. Star Trek? No, no, neither. Not yeah. that one either. Star Wars Episode Eight. I felt like that about Dragon Ball Z. Did you feel that about Episode Eight after watching that, where you're like, "I really need to know what happens next." Yes, because Episode Eight posed interesting questions Christian, you are and situations, a, you and then are they in, undid it. You are into a Star Trek. It's called Star Trek Lower Decks. Season, that's true. Season two coming back, I think, next week. Yeah, so, very, very soon. Yeah, uh, that is one. That's a, that is a show yeah. like season one where it was like, "I want to keep going. I want more stories. Sure. I'm very interested." It was a fun show. Yeah, you know, it was a fun show. I think for this season. So I guess m- maybe I'm in the minority here. But for season, I liked season one, but it was never like, I have to watch the whole thing. Like, it was just more of a, this is a fun comedy to put on. It's easy to watch. Low stakes. Feel good from it. And definitely don't have, like, the feel good yet, I think, for season mm. two. And I think a lot of people have talked about that. I think we've had discussions about that here, obviously, that maybe it's missing some of what made season one so popular right now. But it's in the charm. Yeah, for yeah. me, I guess because it's such a low stakes show, it's just like I can kind of enjoy it. I can throw it on, and it's still enjoyable. I still like the Roy Kent stuff. 
was hilarious in episode two for me. And I, I really enjoyed that. And that made the episode for me. I was like, okay, this was worth my 30 minute investment to get some good, <laughs> some good chuckles of a guy just, you know, swearing on live TV. Yeah, exactly. Nice, like, this nice. is great. Like, this is great. And so, yeah, I'll keep giving the show a chance. It's not, you know, it's not in danger of like, oh, yeah, I don't really need to watch it anymore. Jerry <laughs> just quits. But yeah, for me, it, the but for me, the first season was enjoyable. It never was like I have to watch all of this. It wasn't, and and maybe, I I think I enjoyed comedies, but maybe on a different level versus like a drama or a sci-fi, you know, because I feel like comedies in general are just simpler TV. They're, they're more they're simpler yeah. and they're just more fun, right? And I I consume them for a different reason than I would like a consume. a Loki, right? Or you know a uh, a Stargate or or whatever or Flash even in the early days. Flash, you know that show's still going. S- yeah, <laughs> it's great. They've like lost all the original cast at this point. It's, it's hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, okay, let's ask that question then for uh, Ted Lasso. Where is the show going? Yeah. <laughs> Where did, let's let's hear some boinker theories. I want the Ted dumbest of the dumb. Ted theory. is a variant. You want dumb or do you want? What we think will happen. We're on an alternate timeline. The Loki multiverse thing has reached Ted Lasso. I want to hear like, a, like a, li- a logical uh, theory logical. that you think where the show's going and what could end up. Um, can I steal one from you? One of you said this. Sure. Uh, who is the coach who is the newest coach who used to be the the maintenance guy? Nate. Coach Nate. Nate the Great. Is going to do bad stuff this year. You think he might be the villain? Yeah. I think he is villain-esque because he's become a huge <laughs> asshole. And yeah. there's also this, like, weird scene at the end of episode two yeah, where um, Leslie, right, Higgins, is moving around the office, and then he, he cuts the, the – Ted's like, hey, we're going to – you can you can sit with us. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you can share an office with Nate. And they have this quick shot, and Nate's just like, you know, like he's not happy about it. It's never really addressed, so it's like, okay, if it's not addressed in this episode – it's gonna be it must thing. be coming back, and it feels like they might be adding some. I think the big one is there. I think Nate is character. He excelled very quickly to his position. Yeah, the first season that yep. he was with with Ted Lasso. I think now he wants more power. Yeah, I think he's become power mad and power hungry. Yeah, so I think what you're gonna see is, I think he's gonna end up going to another club that's gonna Ooh. offer him a better position, manager spot. Yeah. Oh. I think that's what's gonna happen, which happens all the time. Like that mm, does legitimate. Like it not, does happen. Not quite that quick. But you remember, go, this is a show, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Right. The show's already proven that they'll they they don't. I mean, a stick college to football coach, right? Yeah, they don't <laughs> stick to realistic <laughs> expectations, right? College football coach and Roy Kent swearing. Yeah, Waterboy to Waterboy yeah, manager <laughs> in one season. Hell Even yeah, that do is it. a little bit that's beyond the glow up story of the century. I mean, but if they do it and it's like ridiculous yeah. and it's funny, maybe that's what we watch. Save the season. So I'm gonna. Are you funny? I want to add on to that, uh, my theory. <laughs> I think Roy Kent is going to do the TV stuff for a little bit, yeah. but he's going to end up, like, he's going to be on that show bashing teams, and a team is going to be like, cool, shut the fuck up, put your money where your mouth is, coach this team. And then that's where I think you'll see Nate either, not probably not get, like, a management spot, but he'll jump ship with Roy Kent. Mm. Oh, so I see the opposite. Maybe Roy does TV, but he swears too much, gets fired, and then he comes to coach for Richmond. And he's the one that's able to rein in Jamie because now Jamie's back on the team. That would make sense. Because I'm also interested to see, like, with Nate, Nate really doesn't get his voice until Jamie leaves the team, right? Because Jamie is abusive. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's he's mean to a lot he's of the team. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. Uh, it'll be interesting to see him come back. You know, are, are his 
asshole trait's going to be completely gone. I don't think it'd be a good TV show if they were. So I think we'll see some of that. And I wonder if how Nate responds to that. Does he continue his his tyrannical role? Because he kind of has. He's slowly turning into a Jamie Tart type, right? The way he was like Nate. You, it's his, yeah. it's an insecurity, right? Like yeah, uh, exactly. Jamie Tart. Love why he acted out is. Uh, his past and, uh, you know, the insecurity of trying to be the best all the time, right? And living up to those expectations of his dad. So it would be kind of interesting if Jamie does come back and is somewhat reformed, but Nate's the one who's acting like the bully now, right? Right. I think in terms of predictions for the show, I think Rupert, uh, which is, um, what's the owner's name? Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca. Rebecca's uh, ex-husband Ex? was going to make an appearance. The prime minister. He'll. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. from uh, from uh, Little Britain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Britain, Britain. He was yeah. also in uh, Buffy. That's right. Yeah. You watched Buffy, huh? You didn't. Me. Oh, I heard yeah, it was. I good. actually didn't watch Buffy. Either. I heard it was really good though. But anyways, uh, so yeah, he he he's going to come back. He's going to be some kind of uh, complication. As far as the Roy Kent thing goes, I think what's going to happen is so yeah, his he's he's going to make a name for himself being brutally honest about every team. And then Richmond is going to keep tr- tying or start losing. And then on TV, he's not going to have the same candor with that team since he has a so- they have a soft spot for him. Mm-hmm. That's going to cause him to lose probably his, you know, his reputation is probably going to go down you right. know, at that point. Um, I don't think he's going to be introduced as a coach this season. I think they might hold that for... Maybe the Do last we know season. how many seasons this thing's running for? So it's, it's just it's officially renewed for a third season. I think the creators talked about Were you right? the third season likely will be the last, but I don't think that's been confirmed. But you never know. But yeah, I I, know. I actually I think I was saying this to Christian the other day. I think yeah, it's gonna be a three part act. It's introducing Ted Lasso, them getting knocked out. They're not gonna get back into the Premier League this season. Wow. I think this season is just a big old fucking character development season and then the last season isn't going to be them winning the premiere it's going to be them getting back getting into back it. into it and then it's that's that's that even though at the end of season one they set up the three seasons as so they already got relegated yeah this season would be getting promoted back, back yep. and, and then win the the whole winning thing. the whole thing which I, don't, would be I think it would be more interesting like because you you would expect that you expect that big sure. like yeah we're gonna get all the way and then we're gonna win the champ like woo. it's too yeah it's, it's too like too ugh, whatever that's boring or, I like the idea of like let's like go tooth and nail and then that last season is getting back into it and then you can make your own mind up in terms of what happens next as opposed to like this beautiful story of a college football coach <laughs> coming to England and winning the whole damn thing. I mean yeah. uh, maybe on that maybe on that part. Maybe the season ends with Ted being fired, right? Maybe they get relegated again, and there's, <laughs> there's nothing else that they can do yeah. except, right? I feel like this season's setting up. Uh, there's a line, I think, I forget if it's episode one or two, where Ted is talking to the psychologist, and he's like, well, everything's hunky-dory, right? Everything's good to go. And she's like, yeah. yeah do eight straight ties. Do eight straight ties, say, hun- say hunky-dory. <laughs> so I feel like at some point, right, the actual competition the competition and the results do matter. Yeah. Like you see in real sports, like you can get along great with everyone, but if you lose and you suck, you suck. Well, his partner, his the other coach, coach, yeah, coach. was like, it's, he's like, coach. He coach is saying it's disrespectful and he doesn't want to work with someone who's so selfish and right. doesn't want to win. Right. Right. So I think that has to come back up at some point. It's kind of weird that they've gone eight straight ties and you haven't seen that like similar conversation come up where it's like, we need to do something. But then again, but by maybe introducing Jamie, that. that's where. Well, that must be part of his. You know, yeah. uh, he he frames it as we got to give him another chance. But 
Yeah. Is there also a part of Lasso now who's like, we also need a win. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, Fra- you know, um, uh, Leslie says at one point, he's like, two aces are better than one. They need more talent. He's undeniably talented. The and talent, also the price. The, the players. The, yeah. Right, you know, you you play them. You you put up with this shit. And yeah. his price is perfect because nobody wants him. Yeah. So, it's like, so they probably got him for a steal. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably, yeah, it's probably. He's earning nothing. 200 bucks a week. You know, <laughs> they got him cleaning the sandwich. bathrooms. Yeah. Well, he still has friends on that team. Remember, he went up to a couple of people and they yep. did the friendly fist bump. So it's not like Jay. It's the team versus Jamie. So right. It's not. Sa- it's but gonna, there will be, be Sam versus Jamie, as we saw like, yeah. with the whole yeah the whole Sam thing, which was disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. <laughs> the coach. It it, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like Me. it it just in terms of it makes sense with how they presented it, but I feel like with the Sam, I'm glad that they're giving more characters more screen time. But I wish they had developed more of that character in season one. Mm. So then that doesn't feel like it's a big jump of him having the outburst. Yeah, I guess. Well, so remember, that in season one, only yeah. because I've seen every episode multiple times because sure. Ravi has been watching it every day. Yeah. Um, so they, they do, and it's it's a, it's a bit more subtle. or sure. It's not as like uh, in your face in season one. Right. But Sam and Jamie do have a few... They knock heads Dust quite, a bit. Yeah, for sure. like quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously and, um, he like steps over him. Yeah, he doesn't pass to him. He doesn't give the extra pass. And there's sure. a couple. There's a couple quick lines in these first two episodes where Sam is now the star of the team. Right, he is their best player. So well, he's, isn't, he's isn't Danny. Danny, yeah, Danny Rojas is, is their best player. N- Danny, the first two games, Danny has been bad, and it's and they've presented. So Sam, remember, is going to some awards thing like oh, uh, social right. media. Mm-hmm. So he's he's getting the recognition for keeping this. So he's team becoming afloat. the face of the. He's team. becoming a face of the team, right? Yeah. While while Danny while while Danny struggles, right? Sam is the face of the team right now. He's why they haven't lost games, right? Right. So. Uh, it's been it's been quick. You're right. I you know you, maybe you wish there was a bit more yeah. development there, but um, it's not totally out of the blue. I guess no, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not perfect. Like this season, obviously, is we want being perfection. Yeah, we do we, we want it. perfection from Ted Lasso? Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, Apple <laughs> Apple makes beautiful beautiful products like iPhones that <laughs> never have problems. <laughs> so therefore, I expect their original TV shows to be fucking perfect. Wait, if this, if, wait, if this follows the Apple model. Every season will be exactly the same and progressively just get worse yes. and worse and worse. <laughs> Introducing Ted Lasso, season 12.1. What about the H1 chip? I do like that or M1. when M1. we have the big like <laughs> Apple keynotes where they're showing you products yeah. or software. You get they're the throwing in like some of the show stuff in there, which Why is wouldn't? great. Why it's wouldn't great. You? It's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It's like awesome. I mean, when are they going to get the actors from the shows to do like parts of the keynotes? Soon. Hey, I'm Coach Lasso here, and I want to talk to you about them iPhones. <laughs> God, that would be genius. <laughs> God, you, sure should, you should do marketing for Apple. something. There has to be something <laughs> already <laughs> built. <laughs> but uh, we've got other things to talk about, so let's ask this question real quick. Uh, Krishna, was Ted Lasso season two episode Episode one and two, good. I'm gonna say no. Uh, <laughs> I think it was too much of a drop off from season one. Um, and t- to be honest, I, I you know I, I found parts of the first episodes a bit boring, which I never had that problem with season mm-hmm. one. So for me, it's gonna be a no. Arjuna, was the first two episodes of Ted Lasso good for you? I'm gonna say yes. I enjoyed them. I had I had some chuckles. I had some laughs. And from from my bar of where I put this show, <laughs> they were good. 
Sorry, when you said from my bar, I just pictured you behind a bar pouring drinks. <laughs> like, from my bar while I was watching the show, bartending. Yeah, you know, no, on, uh, wait, on you, Hollywood. You're not supposed to have six, you know, vodka cranberries before you watch <laughs> that last episode. Maybe that's oh, the formula to make that's this why a good show. is saying uh, yeah. yes. You're like, yeah, six. I love this show. It's great. I love everything. Everything's great. Yeah. And now I'm sorry. Everything is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm slurring my words. Uh, Ravi, uh, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. Was well, uh, Ted Lasso season two, episodes one and two? Right, fucking Kent. Good. I'm actually going to surprise you both and say yes. I am surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I heard our producer just go, fuck. Yeah, and there's actually only one reason I'm going to say it's good. And it's because <laughs> I didn't notice. I didn't notice the green screen in that bar scene the first time. And, you know, I'm a big stickler for CGI. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that, like, it worked. And You're a big Richmond it. fan. Yeah. I think that, that was good. They, they, they. Create. They had to do the show in a difficult time, totally, yeah. and I think yeah, visually sure. they're doing a really good job. The story may suck, but I'm still hopeful that mm-hmm. the rest of the season will kind of make up for for sure. Not the best season opener by any means, yeah. but I think overall we're getting there. There's definitely there's definitely some interesting like yeah. stuff that hopefully develops well. Random aside, random aside here. I uh, in the fir- very first episode they have a few scenes in the bar, and the three like fans yep. that were in the all throughout the first season weren't in any of episode one. I got nervous. I was like, Oh no, I cut these characters and like, yeah, they're flavor. They're not, you know, big or anything, but I'm like, you know, you, you they always represent the town. They they're represent important. the town yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, but yeah. then in season two with the green screen, they showed them on the For opposite two, end. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, episode two. I was like, Oh, thank God they didn't get rid of them. You know, like, you like those little pieces and those little bits that fill out the yeah. It makes the, the whole unit, the world, yeah. right? It makes it yeah. feel alive and exactly. real and something, exactly. uh, which is great. Especially like the guy in the middle when Roy Kent's like swearing, and they're like, "Yeah, Roy fucking Kent, yeah, Roy Kent." And the guy in the middle's like, "I love his candor." <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I mean, best part of the episode. Yeah. Speaking about things that we love, Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Should Star Wars have like a Ted Lasso like show? They do. It's called Bad Batch. <laughs> wow. Which is what That's we're talking. <laughs> which is what we're talking about right now. We just watched episode fourteen of the first season. There are two episodes left. Uh, wow, wow, wow! Episode the following episode is going to be the penultimate and then the the finale. Uh, the finale. The finale. Real quick, you know, fourteen episodes of a brand new Dave Filoni animated show. The first season. <laughs> what do we think so far? Uh, I mean, best. Season one of a Dave Filoni animated show. Yep. Not a high bar. Clone nope. Wars season one is <laughs> not, a high bar is not great. No. Uh, Rebels season one is okay, but pretty slow. And Resistance, uh, as it took me the entire season to get through before, I was like, this show is potentially worth watching. Oh, you're not even sold on it yet. No, I, I, I'm in season you are two now. You pitch to us. I know. I'm about to say, I'm like, no, no I watched a couple episodes in season two. I'm like, this show is a lot better now. Okay, good. Um, but it took 20 episodes, you know? That's a lot. For a show that's only two seasons, it's literally over. It's half of the show. It takes Wait, half they, of the they show only, they only are set Resistance up for two seasons? Yeah, so because Resistance, the way they did Resistance was season one is pre-episode seven and then during post-episode seven. And I believe season eight is between seven and eight. It's like a, right before episode eight and then between eight and, ni- between eight and nine. And oh, that's they, cool. They wanted it to basically fill in some of the gaps because like Poe like po shows up a bunch in season one and BBA is in it and then like near the end spoiler alert but neither end of season one Poe takes BBA away because then he goes to his whole does adventure o- does Oscar Isaac voice he does actually yes. he does yeah oh now we gotta watch it 
<laughs> you got some star I mean, power. In I'm there. convinced to watch it. I still have a hard time like Getting through the turning it on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But my but my finger won't let me. Episode twenty. No, we can't do that. Yeah, you need the character development. Oh god, I hate that. <laughs> but anyway, Bad Batch. Uh, this this episode was quite interesting. We got to see uh, a couple of really cool things. We got to see the first phase of what's known as the TK uh, Trooper, or the classic stormtrooper that we all have uh, come to to know and love. And the first phases they're calling is actually a cool throw uh, back to Ralph McQuarrie, who did the original concept art. Yeah. Uh, I have the figure over there. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a missed opportunity. Yeah, we should have had that (laughs) right there. Or like rise up from the ground. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. We don't have that technology. We we, we don't, unfortunately. If you want to, you can give us money to get that technology. Uh, (laughs) Which, you know, as a Star Wars fan, like I think that's really cool that they've kind of officially made the Ralph McQuarrie armor like cannon which is great now these uh tk stormtroopers are being trained by commandos um and one of these commandos now we've seen commandos before uh gregor who uh was what color was he was he red the red commando that was yellow well, i can't remember one of the yellow one scorch is in this past episode right. of bad batch right. gregor i think is a gray variant okay. of the commandos now the commandos are, are best known for their appearance in Republic Commando, a very old, I think like 2006, 2007. I think uh, earlier than that. Yeah, video game where you play Commandos on uh, Geonosha. Geonosis. Geonosis, and yeah. Very, very cool first-person shooter. But yeah, so that's that, there's that. So there's been obviously a lot of characters, Star Wars characters from previous anime shows uh, showing up. Cad Bane. Cad Bane has Era. shown up. Raxus. Raxus is the planet. Raxus the planet. That go on. Hera. That has the the Indian Pakistani senator. Raxus is a familiar place though. Gotcha. Star Wars lore. We have Hera. <laughs> Hera. Gregor. Ryloth. Gregor. Do you think this is taking away from our initial group of bad batchians? Or is this adding more context to them? Obviously, we also had Rex show up now twice. Yeah, and probably, I would assume, a third time for the finale with the way everything's going. Um, for me, it hasn't taken away because it's a Dave Filoni show. I'd be pissed if they didn't show up. Like, I watched a Dave Filoni show to see how it connects to the, rest <laughs> of the Dave Filoni universe. The Filoniverse. We knew it was happening in Mandal- We knew it was going to happen in Mandalorian. We knew it, we knew it was going to happen in Bad Batch. It better happen in Bad Batch. So, to me, it doesn't take it away. Um, so you will, this is still a kid's show, I believe, right? <laughs> I think it's general audience, GA. Gen- general, oh, well, even better. But it, it's still made for kids to be able to enjoy, so. Well, I'm a child. I do. And you enjoy it. That's true. I You're assume. Right. So, uh, so, you know, it, it's not like the Bad Batch themselves are the deepest, most interesting characters you've ever seen, right? Like, on their own. So I think it's more than okay to have, bring in all these extra characters who we, we have history with and, and whatnot. Yeah, it seems like the development of the batch is slower than you probably want in a show called The Bad Batch uh, because there are so many kind of dangling elements. You know, the the Ryloth-Hera storyline, you know, really, she's really the focus of that arc. And you kind of learn about her roots and how she becomes more into the resistance and, you know, what leads her to, you know, being more of a pilot and, and kind of going off and, and losing her French accent. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I want to know how that happens. Like what? Uh, and uh, the yeah, biggest mystery you know, in Star Wars right now. You know, you know, getting some chopper action in there and stuff. But it, I wouldn't say it takes away. But I do wish. You know, it feels like we haven't 
you know, almost done a first season. We haven't got the development behind these characters and really figured out like what makes them tick and what makes them like unique and individual. Like Tech, Echo, and Wrecker, you know, are really just caricatures still. Like Wrecker's the Wrecker's the brawn and Tech is the tech guy and Echo is Echo. <laughs> and it's like Echo cool. goes Echo, Echo. No, he literally Echo, echoes Echo. anything that anyone else yeah. says. Like he right. just repeats it a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's that also, he's also happens. he's also Rex's best friend. So, right. and then I mean, obviously, the characters we've gone development are you know Omega. You know, she's been pretty much our protagonist for the show. Yeah, uh, she's the one that is like learning the ropes and you know getting new equipment every week <laughs> and really <laughs> powering up. Like this is like a Power Ranger season. Uh, she's getting the new Megazoid and she's gonna get the upgraded armor. It's great. Um, but then obviously, um, Crosshair. You know, our, our member of the batch who's been away has developed a lot as we've kind of learned about more about him and what he, what makes him tick. And that seems to be coming to a head now with the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, I, I I assume because there's more of the show, it's like I think we're a little more lenient on this development. If it's like there's two episodes left and then this is the end of the bad batch, I think we'd all be pretty disappointed and like. Oh, I'd be so annoyed. I couldn't, tell, I, we couldn't, I couldn't honestly tell you like what makes the bad batch the bad batch. Well, also, it would be like, what was the point? Like, you filled a couple of gaps in where it's like, cool, we got a little story with Hera. That, that's cool, I guess. Yeah. You know, so I, I think, yeah, we're probably going to see more of the Bad Batch after these two episodes. Yeah. Uh, these last two episodes, I think, are going to be interesting because obviously Rex, not Rex. Um, Crosshair? Hunter. Hunter has been captured. He's been captured on that weird cross. base. Um, the Kamini Kaminoans Kaminoans just had their what a development prime minister <laughs> probably executed honestly it's a bit it's a bit murky uh, maybe this is a controversial it's a bit take. murdery maybe this is a controversial take but the like univ- what's happening in the universe in Bad Batch is honestly like the most fascinating part oh yeah with the with like the clones being phased out with uh you know with what's happening being, with the Kaminoans yeah. all you know even with the Tarkin stuff right um. All of that stuff has been like fascinating, and how those stories have developed, and like I, I think that's what I'm more excited to see about in this finale of like what's going to happen with these remaining clones and like Crosshair and others, and you know even with like the Ryloth stuff um, and Gregor and, and some of these other characters, you're seeing more and more clones kind of rebel, like they're going against yeah. Let's program. Let's talk about that real yeah. quick. Gregor is obviously on this planet, yep. Braxis, right? Yep. How how did he He's defeat his programming? He's is he defective? I think so. I think because he, he has a very distinct speech pattern. He definitely thinks So remember, he, he crashed on that planet. Well, remember, he cr- so he, we first see Gregor in He's dead. Clone, Clone Wars, Wars. <laughs> and he is doing that wonderful droid arc yes. uh, where Gregor, yeah, he crashes on a planet and gets his memory lost. Right. And then he gets his memory back. Yeah. Uh, so most likely. And then, I, he, and then you think he dies in Clone Wars. Yeah, because like it blows. takes an explosion, but he survives and yep. he regroups with the Oh, so that's what he meant when he's like, I've survived the worst or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So clearly then he, the chip got knocked around in his head. Yeah. For sure. Probably. But even with the captain, the, the really cool captain on Ryloth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is going against his orders. He actually like stands down and he gets other clones to stand down too and be like, brothers, what we're doing is not right. Stand down. And I think some of them do it. So it's like, it's, it's not like, entirely in con- like in coordination with order 66 right like yeah they probably still did cl- kill jedi and see them as enemies but there's more free will to the clones i think than we were like i wonder if order 66 is kind of like 
think of it like, you know, if you take Advil, yeah, and it's Advil for, like, pain or whatever, it'll work for a little bit, but it'll eventually wear off. Mm. I wonder if that's what Order 66 and that chip is, is it, the order's there. It r- did its best to rewrite whatever, right, to make them think the Jedi are evil, et cetera. But now that time is going along and they're seeing what's happening. Or counter theory. The Kaminoan governor clearly knew that the Empire was going to make this move, right? So he's like, we got to escape. What if he had their scientists put in a counter Order 66 and... Uh, Order 67? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is start to override Order 66. So we're seeing more of these, like, rogue situations pop up. Um also, this also would just help the Empire. This whole thing that's happening with, like, clones starting to disobey, act out, and actually straight up do the opposite of the orders they're given is going to help speed up the phasing out of them. So maybe even, that? maybe even like, we got to destroy them. Yeah. Move straight is up. Is that what move they're going to do? Move on to TKs, and we got to get rid of the clones because they're a liability. So, I, I guess if we go off of Rebels, right? Mm. We know that clones still exist. Yes. And we know that they're known within the universe and the Empire. So I, I don't think it's going to be a complete eradication of them, but we haven't seen the point yet in the show where they're looked down upon by the Empire. And I think that's the shift we're going to get. Like, ah, you guys are these defective units. That propaganda is going to be kind of put out to well, the Empire. Well, Rex actually says it in Rebels, too, I believe, where it's like they phase them out, yeah. which is basically put them in retirement. Right. So I don't think we're going to see, like, a mass uh, eradication of, like, mm, these clones. Right. I think it's going to be turning your gun, turning your armor, bye-bye. And, it's, and it's, then they go there separate. And remember, right. the galaxy is, you know, yeah. Supposedly a big place, yeah. um, but you know, depending people on people keep bumping into each other. Yeah, exactly. weird. Like honestly, <laughs> the show is all about that. But where's Darth yeah. Maul? Yeah, I mean, they, that's a good question. But like the show, even I think in the in the in the episode with Gregor, you know, they're using the clones, and even with Crosshair, they're using the clones to train these new soldiers. So it has to be a phase out. It can't be just like a complete. Nope, we're going from clones yeah. to just these loyal servants who we haven't trained yet. Or yeah, it's turn. like it's like the final test of the TKs. Turn on your commanders, which is interesting. That'd be wild. I guess it's what's it was fascinating is that there's a line in episode two, right, where it's the they say to Obi Wan Kabuzi, you know, there's uh, five hundred thousand already made and another one point something million in production. Or yeah, you know, like so that. by the end of the Clone Wars, right, episode three, post episode three, even now, there's got to be only. Less than a million, I would assume, clone troopers like sure. running around there, and the entire empire itself is bigger than the Republic Army, I believe, because they are pulling in soldiers from every corner of the galaxy, every species right. known to that galaxy. I w- I'd be curious to see like what like what are the numbers, right? Yeah, like at what point are we right now in the Bad Batch where it's you know TK units? Because you have to think that base. On um, Raxus, that's not the only base that's doing totally. this, right? There's yeah. got to be hundreds, maybe thousands of these facilities where they're training soldiers. So I'd be curious to see what is the ratio right now to TK to, it's to funny, uh, clones. Yeah, so when you bring that up, this is expanded universe stuff now. But uh, at the height of the Empire, the number that's thrown around is 10 million TKs. Oh, wow. Okay. Stormtroopers that at the height of the Empire. So, like so we're talking like episode a, one, four, a 10 to 1 ratio, essentially. Um, yeah. But that's, but that's expanded. I don't know if that yeah. number is going to be pulled up or used or they'll because if you think about it um 10 million to rule a galaxy is not enough (laughs) 
to you know if you think about it, right? Ten trillion. Uh, you 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 would you would actually need like trillions of soldiers to 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 actually keep order in a galaxy. That's just how many. Yeah, because you would ima- are, you would right? imagine like invading so, a planet, right? Like yeah. any like during the Clone War series, you know, you would have these big battles going up in space, these big battles happening on the ground. You know, that's probably at least a million right there. I would assume. I mean, just think about how many people live on Earth. Now extrapolate uh, that out to million? hundreds of worlds. Seven billion, right? Now extrapolate that to, Wait, to hundreds of worlds at least. People? I thought it was million. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen like three of them, so you might be right. Yeah. How do we know that people exist? <laughs> just, like dinosaurs. just like dinosaurs. Oh, dear. Sure. Oh, dear. Anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's ask that question. So obviously we're covering episodes nine through fourteen. Oh, uh-huh. one one little fun stupid thing that's probably not true at all because you had mentioned Darth Maul. So in episode thirteen, the episode before this, we obviously it had the uh, nice little development episode. The um, bugs, huh? The bugs with the bugs. Oh, the bugs and the, and the pikes. Yes. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny that the pikes were wearing uh, dark red uh, because if you remember at the end of the Clone Wars, uh, Maul was talking with the pikes. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sun, all the all the the crime families. The so, do you think he's? Do you think they're under Darth Maul? Maybe, but you know, it, it might not be the case. But I just thought, oh, nope, it's that's, red. That's it up. Season I two. also thought in that episode, that's episode thirteen, I paused yeah. this and I showed it to Christian. I thought Crosshair was on their planet <laughs> and like hanging out because it was like a an avatar, but it looked just like Crosshair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't. It was. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, unless it was no, yeah, it, yeah, character yeah, design. It, it, it could have been as well. Like right. I could see why you would yeah. think that. It was just like we had to pause it. And go up to the screen and be like, "Oh, okay." Oh, like that's not. crosshair. Yeah. That's crosshair. Yeah. Uh, More but like guys, boss hair. Uh, we'll start with Arjuna this time. Arjuna was Bad Batch episodes nine through fourteen. Very random number selection. Well, well I, the last episode we talked about was episode eight. Well, yeah, I know, but <laughs> still kind of random. Put it, that, that's why I put nine. Anyway, you is it was it good? Yeah, it was good. You know, the, the show has been enjoyable. I've liked watching it week to week. Uh, I feel like they're you know, really starting to spread the Star Wars tentacles out. You know, Omega seems like a character that's going to be prominent and potentially in the Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian and some of the live action shows. And uh, maybe some of the Bad Batch even show up too. Um, so, uh, you know, I like that. I like that it's a living, breathing universe and they're not afraid to just kind of have stories intertwine um, and, and have fun with them. So, you know, it, it's, it's refreshing. Uh, Krishna, was the Bad Batch... The episodes that were mentioned previously, good. Oh, nine through fourteen. Yes, yes, they were good. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. Um, it's nothing like mind blowing or groundbreaking. I'm sorry, the same like you like the tentacles interwining and all that. I'm sorry, uh, I thought that was a metaphor. <laughs> was there actually? No, t- Arjun just admitted in our pod he likes tentacles. Oh my goodness, fucking so weirdo. Uh, yeah, not not mind blowing or groundbreaking by any means, but wow. like Arjun said, so it's fun. a season one of a Dave Filoni animated show. Uh, I've enjoyed every episode as it is. Um, the animation is great. The choreography is really good. Mm-hmm. It's the best Star Wars animated show there is to date uh, in terms of how it looks. Sound design is great. Um, also, shout out to the voice actor who does the voice for all the characters. Yeah, he does. Okay, like, I literally. mentioned that to you. I was like, I cannot believe Same guy. the range of this guy. Yeah. If it is, in fact, one it person. Is, yeah. It's one guy. Crosshair. Yeah. How does he do Omega? If Omega's you, a no, little no, girl. No, Omega. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're different. all clones. You different. said all Omega is no, so, here, here. so, yeah, if you look on IMDb for this show, oh, yeah, yeah, his, yeah. his listing is just, it's the it's bad badge. He's great. I mean, they all the characters do distinctly sound different. Yeah. They do. And it's honestly, 
honestly like, I, I, you know, maybe I don't know if this is a, a strength or a weakness, but I think it's a strength. Every time Crosshair uh, speaks for the first time in an episode, Kids I laugh. Still just follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just has like the slimiest, like rattiest, <laughs> like voice. Like, hey. I wonder you know, if and it's like, a, a uh, D Bradley Baker who right. does the voice. Yeah, yeah shout out to D Bradley Baker. Like, shout incredible. out to him. Incredible. Uh, he's he's great. And he does all the like random clones too, like uh, Gregor and uh, yeah. the cool guy on Ryloth. Yeah, uh, uh, Mohawk Man. Um, he's a Wrecker, Wrecker, Echo. Wow, yeah, it's great range. I mean, Echo so. and Hunter obviously sound similar because they sound like the traditional. Yeah. Clowns, like yeah. Rex. Yep. But still, but, but they, even, they but still, they're so. still distinct. Yeah, yeah. Rex has a distinct thing. voice too. Yeah. To yeah. a degree. Just cadence. Like yeah. the cadence and their vernacular is all slightly different. And yeah. you're kind of like, even if you close your eyes, you're like, I know that's Rex. I know that's Hunter. I know that's Echo. Honestly, like, I would say, like, award nominating worthy. Yeah. To be honest, like, just the range that he's been able to demonstrate in the show. I'm like, God, you don't hear many other television shows where someone's playing different voices. To that level. And it's like the main characters plus all your side characters. Or, you know, some of them. Yeah. So, yeah. What about the folks that do The Simpsons? Do they play... They do play they play 14 characters an episode? Sometimes, Sometimes yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's common in voice acting. The thing, the thing that I feel like the biggest difference here is it's one guy doing, like, almost all the main characters. So, it's... And they're all it's clones. A, it's a lot. Versus, like, The Simpsons, like, Hank Azaria does a lot of the characters, but he's playing supporting characters, characters and throwing yeah. a couple lines here, yeah. a couple lines there. There's just like, he has to like, this guy has to have full on conversations with himself. himself. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. Like, does he go and sometimes he records all of Hunter's lines and then goes yeah. back and then does somebody else and then so plays off of, Love to know what that process yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, and then does he yeah. go back and then reduce the Hunter lines? Cause I feel like it would be harder for him to go back in, into different voices you know, throughout. Well, maybe he does, though. I mean, maybe he's that him. good, where he's just reading the script as it is. You know, he goes from Hunter to Echo to Rex. Uh, to Lucasfilm, if you're, watching, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, please release the video of D. Bradley Baker yes. in the recording. Oh, session. God, that should definitely be a thing. Would be, would be fun. I would be fascinated. Some yeah. social maybe, like, Star Wars Celebration, they could do, like, a table read or something. And the actress who plays Omega, who's like, hi, I'm Omega. <laughs> and she's like, says nothing for, like, Minutes on end because. But what about what about Hunter? <laughs> I'm Omega. I like Hera. Uh, Ravi uh, was episodes nine through fourteen of. I almost said was it good? Uh, of <laughs> the Bad Batch, oh, wow. good. Yes, it was good. Enjoyable. I mean, again, there was a couple annoying pieces here and there where it's too much character re- development. <laughs> uh, not enough of. Uh, I would say it's not a Darth Maul. You so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. The show needs. If it had more character actual development of getting into the characters and figuring out what they tick, mm-hmm. it would give you, I think, what you're looking for, which is a bit more depth. The show actually has, you know, like most Filoni shows animated, has a lack of character development. Mm-hmm. It's more like, here's the mission. Here's the fighting. Uh, here's the debriefing. <laughs> um, Mandalorian here's season the, two. Here's we have to go and do this quest. Yeah. I've the got, quest. I got this fetch quest. The quest. <laughs> got to deliver the frog lady oh, and her, to her husband. Uh, so that's going to do us on Bad Bash and Ted Lasso. Before we get out of here, a couple of was it news items. We already talked about the new Venom trailer. I think to kind of recap that. Average. Violence. Great. CGI <laughs> fuck fest red. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, I Let's just throw kind of tons of adjectives. <sighs> Speaking about adjectives and cool things, <laughs> Lord of the Rings release date. The mm. new Amazon Prime 
very, 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 very expensive. Most expensive like show ever made. Most, I'm pretty Something sure it's like the that? most expensive show Ooh, ever made. Over Game of Thrones, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, we have a release date, September second, two thousand twenty-two. Uh, Arjuna will be thirty. Krishna will be forty, and <laughs> I will be in my. Wait, 60s. I'm sorry. What? Oh. oh. Oh, so we have a little We're time weird wibbly, wibbly thing happen between yeah. now and then. I've decided. Jesus. Um, I don't know. Have, have you both seen the picture that was released? No. I, saw the I have not. Uh, Christian, let me, uh, let me show you the picture real quick. Uh, live reaction here to the picture. Let's see if this is very excited. There. That's the picture that was released. Wow. What, what's your initial, like, when you see that, what do you think? Do you think Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Or do you I, think uh, uh, Krennic um, overlooking his new Death No, star? at least from, because it's not full screen, uh, so it's not perfect, but... Uh, it definitely looks like Lord of the Rings, like uh, the buildings like in the back Day. with uh, yeah. yeah, with the the bridge over there. I thought it was Gondor. I get I get Lord of the Rings vibes from that hard. I don't know why I thought Gondor. Core. Hardcore. <laughs> you got hard core. Core. Hardcore. You got hard. <laughs> I I get Lord of the Rings vibes. Hardcore. Uh, yeah. Okay. Christian is actually uh, he's actually gonna move to the picture. Wow. I'm moving into yeah, the picture. Yeah, by the way, that's interesting. When this movie, uh, <laughs> excuse me, when the series comes out, Krishna will uh, not be sitting on the couch. He'll be there. We'll have to actually dial you in because Krishna has a one-way uh, one ticket, ticket to, to Middle Earth. <laughs> Middle Earth, yeah. Yep. He yeah. loved this picture so much, he just booked he just booked it's, 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 it's You can the, book the uh, trip on uh, Zoopedia.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's the discount version, though, of Middle Earth. It won't actually be New Zealand. So here's actually, real Damn. quick on the Lord of the Rings, a funny thing uh, I saw drop today as well. Peter Jackson came out and said that if they wanted to, there are longer versions of the extended cuts of the original Lord of the Rings. Zack Schneider, what have you done? <laughs> Told you again. <laughs> Every a lot director, of people have been Every director comes that. out. Uh, yeah, my movie um, was a, what's a horrible comedy movie. Rush Hour 3, Brett Radner's like, I have a I have the director's cut. I was thinking for some reason when you said terrible comedy movie, I was thinking that Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson one, where they're in the Charger car. Starsky it's, and Hutch? Yeah, the Starsky and Hutch movie. Oh. That wasn't that bad. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Yeah. I could tell you. But I just think it's funny Peter Jackson came out with that when this picture dropped today. That's hilarious. And let's see it. Peter Jackson is not attached to the show in any way, shape, or form, correct? I believe he is not. I thought his studio was. Interesting. So he is then. Don't quote (laughs) us on any of that. If his studio's in it, then so is he. Also, here's my uh, bold prediction for this because it's the only thing that we can come up with right now. Uh, the first trailer will drop during uh, Super Bowl um, 56. 56. You think February. so? The first trailer, yeah. I don't this know if good will. Well, Amazon has, Amazon has Twitch, which they're doing some football broadcasts, mm-hmm. correct? So maybe they do, maybe they put it on, uh, maybe they do it for Twitch. Monday Night then. Football. Why would you, you're making the Thursday most expensive, night Thursday te- night. you're making the most yeah, expensive television show in history. Yeah. Why would you waste it on stupid Twitch when you could waste it? On the the event where the commercials cost so goddamn much because it's corporate synergy and you want to like give love to your thing and then if you drop like hey exclusively on Twitch at halftime of this shitty Thursday night football game see the first look at that thing it's gonna make the numbers boost and then at your your upfronts can be like hey look it, it spikes your your average you're like look look how many viewers we get on Twitch for football real quick uh, <laughs> before we go into our last piece of news here. Are either of you excited for this series? Hell Hesitant yeah! For this series, yeah. I mean, it's been a long, it's been a Absolutely. long time since we had a good Lord of the Rings movie. I don't count the Hobbit trilogy <laughs> as good. 
Uh, I love the Hobbit trilogy. You know, I so watched it but once, not because it's never good. again. <laughs> it's just the first movie is decent, but then it really falls off. After. And honestly, you just gotta go in there for a good time. Well, and then I, it's what great. time is that? Just like Triple Frontier. Oh my god! Perfect. See, I just yeah. I mean, I love the Hobbit book, and uh, I so I pretend the movies do not exist. But you know, I'm excited to see this, and it seems like this isn't going to be like a direct adaptation or remake of the. Uh, original books uh, or even The Hobbit's going to be more of the expanded stuff. So I think I'm excited to re-enter the universe and, and have more of those types of stories because it's such a huge world. I, and there's so much story to tell. There's so many details and it's, you know, one that was a part of my childhood. So it's like, it's it's it's, not, it's nice to revisit I'm that. very excited for this Game of Thrones knockoff to uh, come out uh, get us all hyped up and oh. really excited. <laughs> and last Go season. on for uh, eight, nine seasons and then just fall the fuck apart in the last season. And then <laughs> all of us to sit here and be like, you know, we kind of saw this coming. There's no, I mean, if this is the most expensive show, yep. they couldn't afford it to go eight, nine years, right? I don't know. I don't know tough. what kind of. It'd be tough. I, you know what? Jeff Bezos doesn't <laughs> want to give out money for charities or anything like that. He is personally <laughs> financing this whole thing. <laughs> Well, you know what I'm He's most a excited huge for? Lord of the Rings nerd. You know what I'm most excited for? It's to see the 2022 take on Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So when the movies yeah. came out, obviously it came out, what, mid? 2001. Two th- early 2000s. Right? Yeah. It was filmed so in the late 90s. It was filmed yeah. in 99, 2000. Boom. So I want to see what a, what a 2021, 2022 retelling of this story looks like. Because I'll be so curious to see like what it's been updated to. For this audience, for the audience today, you know. I was going to make consume. a really bad joke, but I'm going to save it until we're off air. I, I think we're all, like, collectively, we, the three of us, Lord of the Rings is a huge trilogy, had a huge influence on us. Video games were great. Video games are big. The movies are, like, perfect movies. Um, wow. Really, I mean, wow, 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 wow. I mean, at least for, like, for me as a child watching them, like, yeah. they were, like, Incredible. top of the list. Real quick, Incredible. this is the second time on this pod that Arjuna has referred to himself as a child. Arjuna, you are aware you're a fucking adult, right? You're going to be 30 I'm just next talking year. about when I was a child. Uh-huh. Because, you know, the it, everything works in cycles, so it's like Lord of the Rings came out. I mean, the first one came out when I was literally nine years old. Wow. Wow. And now, now you're gonna be 30. I will be 29. No, 30 when it comes out. Uh, yeah, but I will be 29 in a few weeks, so it would be, yeah. Yeah, but you'll be 30 when it comes out. But you'll be 30 when it comes out. Yeah, exactly. So what 30. I'm saying is it's just nice. It's Does that freak you out? Yeah, I'm, no, not at all. <laughs> I'm excited to just kind of reconsume and kind of like what you said, Christian, just media in a different time and in a different part of my life, too. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I'm sure there will be some good things, some bad things. There will be blood. Uh, I think the one thing that has been confirmed and again, maybe I'm making it up because I'm from the future. Uh, I believe it is going to be week to week. It's not a big, gigantic drop because Amazon Prime doesn't do the big. They do the dumps. three week, week to week. Yeah, right. Because like, yeah. like, I know for Invincible and for like, um, when's that coming back? Uh, mm. No, I don't think there's a date yet. Or like the boys, I think that was like they do boys. They do like <laughs> one through three, and then it's just week to week. Damn. Roy Kent and what's his face from the boys are in a bar. Billy Butcher. Yeah. I'd pay to Roy watch Ken. that. Roy. Roy. Roy easily. You think they'd beat he'd win? Yeah. I mean he, w- he wouldn't win, but that's who I'd root to win. Yeah, he'd yeah. win. Oh wow. He'd win our hearts. Uh last <laughs> last piece of news here before we get out of here. The Hawkeye series has a premiere date, and that date, Arjuna, is it's the November twenty something. Twenty fourth. Yeah. Coincidentally, uh just after what if? 
Interesting. Um, well, it's like a month plus after what if. No, it's like. What if is nine episodes, and if it's week to week, it would end October 6th. Boom. Roasted. And then there would be six weeks. Oh, wait. I, I, for some reason, think it's coming out. I thought for a second this was September, not August. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You really are from the future. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. That was weird. So, what if uh, uh, the executive producer recently said it's nine weeks? So, if it's a week to week show, what if, which we don't don't know, that has not been confirmed. We it would end on October six, and then this would be November twenty fourth. So I think the ma- if I do the math, it's about six weeks. So we'll have a six week period in which maybe another show will come out from another franchise on the Disney Plus network, or they're just giving time X-Men? for uh, yes, <laughs> they're giving time for um, the Eter- Eternals because that comes out I think early November. Did you just say? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, Eternals. Eternals. Oh, my God. I was like, that's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and, and Disney owns it? Yep. <laughs> it's a Marvel movie. They're going to join the cinema, MCU. Uh, I just had, like, a minor heart attack. I was like, I've missed so much. That's <laughs> what happens when you uh, uh, change your Twitter Eternals. to just sports. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to do it for us here on Was It Good? Wow, wow, wow. As always, uh, you can find us on various social channels like Twitter at Was It Good or Instagram at Was It Good BTM. Our pods are every Monday and Friday. We are shifting things up a little bit, and our Friday pods will be the only pod we do per week live on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash was it good. We also have our website, was it good dot, uh, dot info. Our newsletter is coming shortly. And our next pod um, is going to actually be on a Saturday because we really want to confuse you. And it's going to be on Green Knight versus Troll Hunters Rise of the Titans. New little format. Who did it better? Out, so. Yeah, who did the Arthurian legend better? Spoiler alert. We don't know because yes. we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't know. And with that, yet. good day. Good day.